This week's major spoilers podcast, Weekend Type Edition, is brought to you by Stephen Bauer, who also designed my car and the shirts of half the people that I know in this really keen hat that just kind of bends over to – no, sorry, wait, that's a different guy. Stephen Bauer, who executes people to get information. This one goes out to you. Major Spoilers theme song! The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. Pod on on the air. The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. On the air. Pod pod podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Rodrigo. And I'm Steven. If you're listening to the Major Spoilers Podcast, podcast. The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. Hey everyone, welcome to the Major Spoilers Podcast. So glad that you could join us for this episode. You know what I don't understand? Two plus two? No. Why the moon does not Stephen made a choice? go to the bathroom? I mean, those commercials only last like a minute and a half. Catheter. Oh. It's an but old war so wound. Old war wound. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make Colostomy sense. Colostomy bag. <laughs> that's how he goes to the bathroom <laughs> and now you know and knowing is half life, the battle hey speaking of knowing Rodrigo nope I'm, uh, I'm out of this show that <laughs> <laughs> alright so I hear everybody going community community on mm-hmm. NBC the third season is so awesome they never thought it was going to be that far you really need to watch it and so I'm like alright I'll watch an episode and I watched the Dungeons and Dragons episode and it was okay mm-hmm but it wasn't the thing that knocked me back in my seat and was like, my God, this is brilliant. Right. So uh, we're up to three seasons and there's three seasons worth of stuff that I could buy on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if I can rent them on iTunes, but I can certainly buy all the seasons on iTunes. Didn't see them in Netflix. No, they're not on Netflix. Why, Rodrigo? Convince me, please. And Matthew, if you are a fan of the community, please let me know, too. Convince me why I should be watching uh, Community. Yeah. Um, Community's got a lot of stuff going for it. It's got pretty clever writing. It's got a great cast. Um, yes. Starting with, you know, Chevy Chase as a ridiculous old man. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, he is a ridiculous old yeah. man. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly um, why it's brilliant casting. Chevy Chase hasn't been this funny in 25 years. Yeah, this is this is the funniest, possibly Chevy the Chase funniest funny. I've ever seen Chevy Chase. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's got the chick from Mad Men. It's got the guy from The Soup. It's got the yeah. guy from Derek Comedy. It's got a, it's got a really solid cast. It's got cast. the little guy who wanted to be Spider-Man. I think I saw the first pilot. Now, this is a guy that gets uh, fired from his job, mm-hmm. right? And he's got to go back to school right. to get his degree. And so he decides to go to the community college. I think I saw like part of the first because episode. Because they find out that his law degree didn't come from Columbia University, oh, okay. but from Columbia. Okay. I think I watched Which like I the is, first is, half is of that, that episode. Joke right there. I think I watched the first half of that episode and go, this is a show about a guy who's just a dick. Uh, I'm not interested. Right. Um, well. The, 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 I, I think really what, what makes the show is that it's an ensemble cast. Uh-huh. The, your point of view character for a lot of it is Jeff, who's who is a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, but does he learn a valuable lesson at the end of every episode? Sort of. No. Okay. 
Um, he never learns a lesson. Sometimes he comes to a realization, but he always ignores it and goes back to being a douche with a phone. He, a lot of the time, <laughs> the final moment of the show is him figuring out a way to manipulate this entirely insane group of people mm-hmm. into pulling together so they can accomplish something and, and, and very frequently having to actually compromise his own uh, self-centeredness in the process. I mean, it is it is a show in which characters compromise to to deal with each other mm-hmm. just in weird ways. You know, it's not a, you know, beaver broke the lamp and, and there needs to be retribution for it. It's right. Because one of the characters... <laughs> retribution. Took... Yes. Here's Ward with a sword. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> or just or just hands hands beaver the sword. You know what you must do. Um There can be only one beaver. Right. Um now let me let me ask you this. Does this show go off into ridiculous tangents? I mean, is this something that it's like yes. absurd humor or is it grounded in reality? Is this like an episode of I Love Lucy where Lucy wants to get into Ricky's show and so she dresses herself up as the Italian no. pizza delivery man and saves the show at the end? Or is this something that's, I mean, the, the, the Dungeons and Dragons episode was mostly grounded in, in a reality. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I, I guess it depends where your parameters are for that, <laughs> because they will often venture into really, really ridiculous territory, but it's always plas- plausible. I mean, a, a a an alien doesn't teleport in and call everybody dummy dumbs. But there's an episode where the whole cast gets turned into zombies mm. for a mm-hmm. fairly plausible reason, and then that episode yeah. has actual consequences in the plot later on. So um, the shows are connected to one another. Yes, um, yes. they're not. It doesn't have and- super tight continuity, but. By the end of the season, mm-hmm. things that have happened in maybe, I'll say, six of the 13 shows are relevant. Okay. You know, and there there are shows that are clearly just one-off. Here's something crazy that happens. Now, I, now I say that, and I say, I'm a, you know, <laughs> people know I'm a big fan of the Phineas and Ferb, mm-hmm. and they have ridiculous adventures, and they do things that are highly improbable. They do all sorts of crazy shenanigans, but that's a cartoon show. Mm-hmm. This isn't a cartoon show brought to life, is it? No, no, no. no. There, there are, the, although you like the Phineas and Ferb, mm-hmm. there are plenty of throwbacks if you're paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Phineas um, and Ferb has really got a deep yeah. continuity. I mean, there are things that are still happening now where people reference stuff out of the first season. Okay. Um and it's like if you caught if you catch it and you think it's funny, then you'll be like, "Uh, uh I remember Annie's boobs." Okay. Annie's boobs is a monkey. Right. Okay. Matthew, what were you going to say? Right. The interesting thing about it is that it can be cartoonish, but it's cartoonish in a really interesting way. You have you have a group of people who are all fundamentally damaged so jeff is not just the jerk jeff is the the most functional of seven really really screwed up people and uh a a recent episode and this is the thing that i think sold it for me was the the ensemble has a life of its own and in a recent episode we saw you know various little tangents where at the end it was revealed that the ensemble Sons Jeff 
works really, really well. But Jeff is their leader and kind of their central figure. So as long as Jeff doesn't get to be in charge, the group works even better. It's, you know, it's something where they're all damaged, but they, they manage to, you know, accept and support one another to where as a group of seven people, they're almost one functional personality, which I think is actually really hysterical. Give me but an example. The, the thing. Give me an example okay. of like a typical episode. All right. They sit down for study session no and they study for the test and then they all here's, pass the test. Here, here's a typical uh, example of, of an episode from this this latest season. Okay. So they sit down and um, Annie in one of her classes, Annie is like this super uh, high a, energy A type. Has to be number one in class, get straight A's, but mm-hmm. but otherwise a very very nice girl. Okay, you know, uh, very sheltered, mm-hmm. um, and and kind of innocent. Yeah. Okay. So she has she develops a rivalry with another girl who is also the same way, who is also named Annie. Also in the same study group. Uh, not in the same study okay. group. Uh, she's from no. outside the story group, okay. which which uh, kind of rallies the group around her. Okay. But. She gets the idea to start a model UN. So the other girl also starts a model UN, and then their very uh, attractive and hippie type professor, um, who's very young, he's like, you know, maybe in his 30s at most, mm-hmm. um, is like, all right, we'll have a model UN face off. <laughs> so they have a model UN face off, and they, uh, so. Basically, it's all kind of staged, right? Because they wanted to win, so everybody's really cooperating. Each person in the study group represents a country. Okay. Um, and, and, and I'm guessing there's racial jokes thrown there's about racial, because you've got because Chevy Chase's character is a blatant old guy racist. Okay. Um, and you've right. got an Asian, and you've got a couple right. of but none of them end up in the countries where you would ah, that you okay. think. Where, so, like Abed, who's a, right. I think he's. Uh, Indian or Pakistan. Kind of Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. Um, he's Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, and during the <laughs> whole thing, he's a guy who is like really hung up on TV right. and media and stuff like that. Right. So he gets really hung up on the whole thing of there being two alternate model UNs representing two alternate Earths. Mm-hmm. So at the <laughs> end of the show, as things are falling apart for our heroes, um, Jeff comes back, brings it all together, and they decide that the only way to win the Model UN face-off is to use the the their large uh, hedron collider to jump across dimensions to the other Model UN and offer them peace across <laughs> two separate dimensions. And the other girl, the other Annie, won't have it. Like she just wants to win, right. so she loses because she won't compromise. Mm. Okay. Yes. So this and the is, professor this- says that. Annie and Abed's team showed what the UN actually stands for, big, empty gestures. Right. <laughs> That's okay. the joke. All right. That's the whole joke <laughs> yeah. of the show. Lead up, is it, so is everything a lead up to a big punchline at the end? No. It's, no. It, it's actually the usually, uh, it, like in a lot of sitcoms, you have an A plot and a B plot. Um, usually, you right. sometimes you will have up to three. Um, so... A lot of the time, it's not even that, you know, it's like, oh, and look how the B-plot intertwines with A-plot. So, like, sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes the B-plot is just a little character study on one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they, usually the shows just lead to a, 
like a return to the status quo. Yeah, is that all that happens after they have basically exploded into absolute craziness? Yeah. It's like the they, the the resolution of the show. Yes, the the resolution of the show is, and after all of that, we need to figure out a way to be friends again, despite the fact that you know. We basically destroyed a man's life and almost killed a turtle. So it's it's won yeah. some awards, some cre- <laughs> creative arts uh, Emmy Award, uh, the Critics' Choice Award, Comedy Awards, Thirty Seventh People's Choice Awards. Betty White is a regular in this show. Uh, she was last season, oh, but okay. regular is kind of. I think she was slated to be a regular, and then I think she backed out about Broke halfway through. I, I think she actually got a got another Better gig, offer. but I think she got her own show. Basically, basically, I believe that so far. Well, in the first season, their professor was Senor Chang, and then I think in the second season they had a, they're in a different class, and she was supposed to be the overarching professor right, right. for the oh, class. I see. I see. Something though that's really that I really enjoy about it that I think. And I never say that I know because sometimes I'm surprised at what you hate that I think you will like is that that moment where you and I sit in the audience and go, oh, no, now they're doing this. Right. They actually reference this. There's an episode where they're having a paintball fight and they're doing a big Western motif. And then it's a, a two parter. and They come back in the second part. And Abed, who, you know, as as uh, he mentioned, is very genre savvy and very into his pop culture. Abed is like, oh. So it's no longer a Western. Now we're on a Star Wars motif. And he goes over and he steals a guy's vest because he wants to be Han Solo before somebody else steals the Han Solo role. Right. And it's a moment where, you know, we're all thinking, oh, now they're doing Star Wars. Abed comes out and says it, references it, and it becomes a recurring theme throughout the episode that not only are they doing a Star Wars riff, they're aware that they're doing a Star Wars riff. And that's half the fun. And as the, as the show is, goes, there's characters. Yeah, there's characters who are actively trying to fight against doing a Star Wars riff, Chevy but they chase, but probably. they can't. Yeah. Right. And actually, he falls right no. into Jabba the Hutt. Oh, okay. So, yeah. um, community is it similar to Scrubs? No, I wouldn't say so. Oh, I that's think, a point. I think point for only, community. I think Scrubs has much more of a chewy, like heartwarming center. Yeah. Um, community. Yeah really doesn't have that it's it's warm moments come from the these very broken and jagged pointy people finding mm-hmm. a brief moment in which they're not messing with each other mm-hmm. exactly. and then they go right back to it it's i mean kind that's of the opposite of scrubs it, it really is because scrubs is saying that no matter how damaged people seem everybody's the same inside. We're all beautiful snowflakes. Whereas community is almost saying no matter how normal you seem inside, you're a big bag of crazy hammers. Yep. To some degree. So give me a reason why I, or give me an example or, or a reason why I wouldn't flip to the other side, why I wouldn't or uh, wouldn't like community. Um, um I think the most attractive uh, female in the cast uh, tends to wear is she Asian? multiple layers of clothing. No. no, well, if I'm not interested in. Oh, no. well, there you go. <laughs> she she does appear to be 16 Actually, though. So you have to keep in mind, you know, preferences. To me, the most the most uh, attractive female in the cast is the one who is played 
the absolute straightest and most, you know, overtly Christian. And thus, you know, I'm kind of like, uh, and she, you know, she's kind of off-puttingly super sweet, nice, but that's my idea of the best looking woman in the cast too. So, um, I'm just that guy. Sure. Um, I think, I think that Rodrigo likes jailbait girls. (laughs) Oh man. You go to IMDb and look up Alison Brie's. Style. Oh, wait a minute! She's, I think I know her. She yeah. is beautiful. She's the girl from Mad Men. Yeah, and Alison Brie is like thirty years old. Isn't yeah, she? I mean, eh, I don't think she's quite thirty, but she's not sixteen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, she's very attractive. Um, I think that the shows are fundamentally absurd. So if they're, if you're. If you get to a point where you're like, that would never happen, you're going to say, that would never happen pretty much once an episode. Mm. Um, if you're if you're going in yeah. as a skeptic. Uh, because there are things where it's like, you know, in a normal sitcom, there's this foreign guy, and somebody makes a big deal about him being foreign, and then people freak out, and it turns out that it was nothing. In this show, he was actually an assassin for hire, mm, okay. you know, back so in the old kinda... country, and he's on the run. Okay. Like, it, it yeah. does turn out to be that ridiculous thing that you thought. Like, ba- in one of the shows, Abed basically implicates himself as a terrorist, mm-hmm. so he can go out, so basically he can continue to be stalked by a, <laughs> uh, a, a federal agent that he has a crush on. Mm, okay. Yeah, a crazy homeland security agent. Right. Now, is this a... Go ahead, Matthew. Sorry. If you if you're, if you I, like I think fun, if you, if you don't have if you a don't sense like to laugh, then the show this. isn't for you. No, shut up. <laughs> if you don't, if you can't have a sense of humor about really relatively sensitive topics, then okay, it's probably so not a show sense. for you either. Because Pierce is Pierce is pretty much overtly racist, but there's even more Chase quiet character. moments when they're yeah when they are all playing the the uh, the paintball game. Donald Glover, who is a young African-American man, is dressed as Bart from Blazing Saddles, Sheriff Bart, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, in yeah. that, you know, that tan suit throughout it. And it's one of these quiet things where, you know, the little things every once in a while, someone will say something and Troy will be like, well, I'm sure he shared certain characteristics in those, you know, those little moments where they're they're jabbing at each other for, you know, their inequalities or their craziness or you know, whatever is going on, those things can be really painful to watch in some cases. But am I going to sit around? Um, Abed is. Am I, I going to sit around after watching an episode of this and go, my God, this is just like a Tuesday night at the Major Spoilers HQ? Um, Maybe a little bit, except they have a lot more girls. Kind of. <laughs> they have girls. Well, you've met my wife they and my two sons, girls. right? <laughs> they have girls. Well, and. Their, yes, I did just call my sons a couple of little girls. A broader, they're three and five. Come on, no, they're anyway, out there. Like they, have, they hit a broader base. And four. Well, I mean, okay. So now, is my I, I wife going to be offended if she watches this? Uh, she I might say. be, but I, I think this show has something for everyone. Um, racist and non-racist alike. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much because there are a lot of relationships going on. There's the friendship between Troy and, and Abed, who are absolutely 100% hetero life mates. Um, yes. There are, there's and the not, relationship. Not two people you would ever expect to get along. Right. There's the, the relationship between 
Pierce and Jeff and the the strong hints that Pierce used to be like Jeff and Jeff doesn't want to turn out to be like Pierce, mm-hmm. but they're both bastards. Yeah. yeah. So there's that relationship yes. too. You know, uh, one of them is a completely devout creationist Christian. Um, another one is a complete, completely starved for attention. Will picket, you know, anything at the drop of a hat, like ridiculous feminist when it's convenient. Mm, okay, you know, crazy, crazy girl. She's what I call who's, who's an never had a conformist because. Hada? Go for it. You go. All right. She's an unconformist because nonconformity is what you conformists would say. Right, right. She's just ridiculously over the top. Uh, I'm the anti-establishment girl, basically. Right, and and has never had any reason to be. You know, never had a, a hard moment <laughs> in her life, basically. All yeah. right. So here's a big question. We were mm-hmm. just talking before we recorded this show about stressful my life is as an ineffectual middle manager at a mm-hmm. basically at a school of learning call center. No, not at a oh, not at a call center. Baskets. I'm sure that would be like a relief. Sweet relief. Um, oh, God, no. My time no idea. is very limited mm-hmm. because I'm doing, you know, work, major spoilers, family, major spoilers, podcast, blah, 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 blah. I've got like this small fraction of time right. out of minutes. my day. I mean, I've got a whole stack of movies here mm-hmm. that I'm supposed to be reviewing that are not reviewed. Mostly porn. Uh, and TV shows. I mean, we've got Young Justice here that was sent to us from mm-hmm. the fine folks over at Warner Brothers. Is this worth my time to sit down and watch? Am I going to, out of all the things that I could possibly do during that fraction of my time, is the 22 and a half minutes that I'm going to spend watching this show going to make me feel satisfied at the end of, at the end of that 22 minutes? Here's, here's or am I going to sit back and say, you know, I could have eaten another hamburger in that time. Here, well, you can watch TV and eat hamburgers. Oh, no, 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 no. I have seen you. <laughs> Shut up, I, I, I saw you Quiet once you. holding two double whoppers, <laughs> one in each hand. Just ah, <laughs> while we were watching. I, I, saw that I held one on each side and put my face in between. The they went, and, and when you were done shaking your head, they were gone. Yep, exactly. Um, he, I will say this for community: it is a well put together, well structured show. Okay, the shows tie well at the end Mm -hmm. everything about it is solid so from a production and writing standpoint it's a very solid show that's you know it's humor is going to be up in the air if you don't like it then oh i like to laugh and i think you all know that i have kind of a warped sense of humor i I know you like to laugh but sometimes things will just not not tickle somebody's fancy funny yeah. All right. So, well, I don't. I don't even think that you're going to be like offended or anything like that. You just might not think that it's that funny. Okay. But the show is well put together. You okay. know, it has good writing. Like I've I've seen plenty of shows that are funny, but then at the end, I'm like, you know, this the show didn't make sense. It was just say, oh, I don't know, a thin excuse to put together a lot of funny premises that then don't have to be carried out just because mm-hmm. the premises are funny on mm-hmm. their own. That's not what community is. Okay, good, because that's right. okay. That's right. a big point there. You see what I was getting? Yes. At. Now for Matthew, the big question, because mm-hmm. you hate it when I do this. Okay. Do I need to start at episode one, season one? I've never seen episode one of Community. I haven't seen most of season one, 
seen all of season two and all four episodes of season three and bits and pieces of season one, I would say if I were you, given the negative energy that you already have about having seen the pilot and going, this is about a dick. I might start well, again, I only with watched one of the episodes episode. that – well, there you go. But that, it's enough to form an opinion. Sure I is. would find one of the episodes that won an award, an, an episode that has been decorated, or an episode that people are like, well, for – Well, than I did D&D like, I did like that D&D episode. Mm-hmm. I would say actually – Rodrigo, you know yes. do you think that remedial chaos theory would be a terrible place to start? I think – I think, you know, that that would be one where – you have to already know what the characters are about to really get into it. You know, I would yeah. actually say you might want to start with season two, episode one. You can you can probably because that's more or less where I started. I had seen a couple of the first season episodes, mm-hmm. but if you start at season two, which mm-hmm. is more or less where I started, and sounds like Matthew's most solid base right. for the show itself is also. Mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed it, and by that point, the group has now knows each other mm-hmm. and they Some are of the awkwardness is out of the way the awkwardness is out of the way the character like who the character is going to be is out of the way and it also involves a lot of the group dealing with external threats mm-hmm. rather than each other mm-hmm. so you get to see a lot of uh like the it's it synergy are, and team building sort of okay. uh, by by very broken people which is where a lot of the uh which is where a lot of the fun comes from now okay. while we're recommending shows um, I will actually also say that if you uh, like lower class, dick and fart jokes. No, no, oh. no. Um, this it's actually a a a. This is a highbrow comedy. I feel disguise under the guise of low lower common denominator human humor, raising hope. <laughs> okay, by the same guy who did my yes. name is Earl. Oh, my name is Earl yes. Guy. Oh, it's well, see, you said three things scary. now that have convinced me that maybe I should watch this show. Mm-hmm. It's not ridiculous. Oh, no, this is a, Raising Hope is a different show. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you said that and this community was, was done by this guy who did. No, 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 I was, I was segueing into, here's oh. another show that I think is awesome. My name is Hope. Raising Hope. Raising Hope. Oh, is this the one about the household where the kid yeah. shows up on the doorstep show, one day? Uh, this guy knocks up a serial killer. She gets the chair. He gets the baby. Oh, okay. Um, his parents are also really young. Had him really young. Mm-hmm. Has a has a grand has a great grandmother who is basically mm. lost her mind completely. Played by Cloris Leachman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to get the girl deal with the baby and stuff. And his family is entirely functional. Like they are a good family unit, but they're all really weird. And poor and uneducated. This is on the Netflix. Uh, this this one is on Netflix. How many seasons? Uh, two, I think. Okay. See, the thing is, by the time I even got around to looking at some of the shows that were on new oh, this they're, year, they're, gone. they're gone. Yep. It's like nobody has any faith to say if it doesn't test well the first episode, it's canceled. Yeah. Right. If it's costing us but, more than twenty bucks, it's canceled. If it's got if it doesn't but, have Christina Ricci flashing her yabos, it's canceled. But, and I think but, that show's almost ready to be canceled. I think it already has been. Hasn't so it? I'm trying but, to find a show that has Pan some Am, longevity. I Pan Am was doing well. Uh, they, it may be picked up for a back end, back end but, uh, thirteen episodes or whatever. But, but Stephen, you, but uh, 
when 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 movies are put out and they say, "Here's this movie," and you say, oh, "I'm not going to see that movie because it's a terrible movie based on what I've seen." We are the guys who make these shows theoretically fall apart. Because My thing say, is, well, oh, was- this is terrible. No, I didn't say that I didn't want to see Charlie's Angels or the Playboy Mansion or any of these other oh, shows. No, Charlie's Angels was awesome. I didn't get a chance. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to taste it because, sure. my, again, my time is so limited. So now as I'm looking around, people are like, Community This, and Rodrigo goes on every week when he shows up. Hey, did you watch Community this week? No, Rodrigo. You really should watch Community I, because I it's really awesome. I certainly do not. Here's what actually <laughs> happens. We show up for... Uh, for critical hit and brian was like hey rodrigo did you catch the new community and i was like oh yeah it was pretty great and rob is like i also watched it and matthew's like you weren't crying any it." <laughs> and steven is like steven is like what are you stupids talking about it's the same thing when we talk about doctor who and rob just kind of gets a blank look yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, and this is the thing. So if I do have some free time, I've already used up all my Doctor Whos. Right. I've already used up all the new Batman the Brave and the Bolds. Mm -hmm. I've already used up all the Uh Phineas and Ferbs and the Ben Tens, because again, that's what my kid watches. And I'm tired of seeing, as much as I like Batman the Brave and the Bold, I don't want to see that episode where they're all in Mr. Freeze's freezer, reminiscing about the first time they Uh, teamed up for Batman for the 100th time. I don't sure. want to see that. I want something new, well, something different. I've almost used up every YouTube video that's out there, mm-hmm. so I need something different. Even the ones that are comments about the comments that you already saw? Yes. Yes. So ah. now I'm ready for something new. Dude, have you and seen the OK Go video where it's the immense Rube Goldberg device? Man, I have one. seen that one several times. My son actually likes that one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And I actually like um, actually like the um, marching band version of that one better. Um. I, I like that. Don't they're like they're the all just so well choreographed. I just yeah. like the sound of the, of the would, band playing as opposed yeah. to the regular instrument, you know, <laughs> that you would normally see from True. their stuff. So the version of the song in that version of the video, I agree, seem I, I would say it's a little bit more rousing. It's not necessarily better because it's the same damn song, right? right but right, I, right. I like that live version of it. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So yes, I would say I would if say you're looking you can do for worse. yeah. <laughs> If you want to mm. fill in those 22 and a half minutes, give the first couple episodes of the second season of Community a go. If you like them, then go back yeah. to the first season and start watching. All right. Um, and uh, barring that, like I said, Raising Hope is on Netflix. All right. Yeah. The thing that sold me on Community was at the end of the episode, they have the little bumper thing, the little teaser where instead of doing a teaser or a promo for next week, they do these little unconnected things. And for a while in season two, the running gag was Troy and Abed, the two young guys, hosting their own fake morning show. (laughs) But they don't necessarily let anybody else in on the joke. So we cut and they're like, we're here with Starburns. Tell us about Turtles. I don't know anything about turtles. You pulled me in here and handed me a turtle. That's great. What do you have to say for the people at home? What people? There's no camera. We're just in a room. It's it's fascinating to see how meta and how genre savvy the characters are within the show to the point where you have to think the writers wrote a character who is aware of the fact that they're playing a reference to something that is pop culture, but they're also pop culture themselves 
it's it's like a conversation with me and seven different faces on it. And and just one last but thing. But in a good way. Do not go check out the fan sites. Because There's fan those, sites? No. Oh, yes. Because those things yeah, are like a viral yes. culture in a petri and if you dish think, that's been warmed over. If you think the, the iCarly fans' arguments over who should be dating whom are, are, are difficult, and by the way, if you don't know, yes, they are. The community site fans of what the true, the one true couple of community is. Oh my God. These people frighten me. And I, I have two jobs, two separate paychecks. Well, not paychecks, but two jobs <laughs> <laughs> that involve comic books, comic books, my friends. I am the Uber nerd and they frighten me. Are you looking them up right now? Stop looking. Uh, them up. I was looking to see what do I look for? I told you, go to Fan Hulu. Side go to community. Hulu and, uh, there you go. Look, here's here's Dan what you look Harmon for. Dan Harmon sucks, a community here's, fan Here's side. what you look for. Look for Inspector Space Time. Oh, you know, I have seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, I have you seen know that. What that. You know what that spawned out of? What is that? Like, not even five seconds of community. Yeah, it's a pretty they big, made, huge thing. They yeah. made a Doctor Who reference yeah, Ripple, for five yeah. seconds, and it turned but into isn't this that a, colossal is, thing. But is that a running gag in the show? No. It was just one time it's only? No. One time oh, only okay. thing. I thought every once in a while they kept bringing up. it up and going, no. oh, did you see the latest they, episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've blah, only blah, blah, ever blah. done it once. Oh, okay. They might bring it up now, but I kind of feel that now they can't because the fans have run away with it so hard. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. Enough about Community. I will make my decision this weekend and not let anyone know for another year. Works for me. All right. Let's talk about action figures. Okay. Check this uh, out. Okay. Oh, nice. Raiden. It's, it's the god with no name. Raiden. A Mortal Kombat action figure we found over the weekend at Hastings. Over 15 points of articulation. The guy that checks me out at Hastings never <laughs> says anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. You have a right to laugh. Um, never says anything except, is this all for you, sir? Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, sir. He looks at this, he goes, oh my gosh, Raiden, Raiden's like my, f-, and then went off for like almost five minutes talking about how awesome Raiden was nice. and how this was an awesome action figure and all these other things. And I'm just like, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's why I picked it up because I, I like Raiden as well. Mm-hmm. But it got me thinking, what are some of the coolest action figures out there? What rocks? What kind of action figures don't rock? And what action figures are missing? What action figures have they not really made a good ap- adaptation of? Mm-hmm. I, I, I fell into the trap of action figures. I don't know why. About 15, 20 years they ago. They are shiny. They are. And they're little things, and you can relive your adventures. And <laughs> You can pose <laughs> listening them to my son, funny things. Listening to my son have adventures with the action figures is classic. Mm-hmm. Especially when... Unfortunately, Matthew, uh, my son is four, and he has realized that Wolverine can defeat anyone. Mm-hmm. One day he's playing in my office, and he goes, hey, Dad, watch. And I turn around, and there's just a big pile of action figures. There's Gray Hulk and Red Hulk and Green Hulk. And these are, these are like the 12 these are the Yeah, these are these huge 20-pound action figures that Marvel puts out. Mm-hmm. There's Juggernaut on top. There's Green Lantern on top. Uh, there is a Super Friends, uh, what are these, uh, 
toy mates, Batman, you know, they look... Uh, the, the little super deformed, yeah, 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 like yeah, giant yeah. fist, yeah, yeah. giant feet. Batman is on top, and his hand's underneath. He's like, watch, Dad. I'm like, okay, let me watch. And he goes, and who pushes all of the action figures out of the way and is standing there with his arms up in my son's hand, but Wolverine. <laughs> and he's like, look at that, Dad. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, but this Raiden action figure is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I'd not seen an action figure like this before. I thought that was really cool. I would, you know, there are some really good action figures out there. And, and one of my favorite collections still, even though it's not as articulated, is that Justice League animated series, the Justice mm-hmm. League Unlimited series that they continue to pump out. And Mattel is still making money hand over fist over fans of that show and those action figures. I mean, I think... If there was a – the only other complete collection of characters I think would be mini-mates that have – Yeah, that many. The diversity of mm-hmm. characters. Yeah, because those guys do Marvel too. Yeah. I mean they do every – I mean you want Spider-Man? Which version of Spider-Man? They got 52 mm-hmm. different versions of Spider-Man. You want to hear uh, uh, no, Super Adaptoid? No. 52 is DC's number. <laughs> you want a Super Adaptoid figure? I'm sure Mini-Mates has a Super Adaptoid. I'm pretty sure they do. I'm sure they do too. I do you guys have super ha- adaptoid? Do you guys have a favorite like action figure line? Um, what I'll, makes what makes line? a good action figure? Yeah, is there a company or is there a line of action figures that you think just rocks? I was a I was a big fan of the Beast Wars Transformers when they were coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, not all of them were very good, but some of them were really cool. You know, they they had a good mix of you know plastic and and chrome uh, covered plastic, <laughs> <laughs> plastic and chrome, plastic and chrome. and I like them because the one thing that I you know I've never been I've never actually been into cars. I liked Transformers when I was a kid, yeah, because they turned into robots. Mm-hmm. You know, my my two in one toys. Yeah, my relatives would give me just trucks and stuff like that, and I'd be like. Okay, thank you. And I would just like put it aside and go play with the box or something like that. Right, right, like right. I just was not interested in cars. So the these the Beast Wars ones turned from animals into anthropomorphic robots. Mm-hmm. So I was really into that. Okay. Is there something that's missing today? Is there some is some line that you would like to see or some figure set that hasn't been released that you want to see? Mm, I think like for the uh avatar the last airbender stuff i i know i heard a lot of talk about how they didn't they never made a uh, katara action figure oh the girl one right or okay. a Toph action figure because they figured these characters are girls mm-hmm. action figures sell to boys mm-hmm. no boy will ever buy a Toph action figure yeah, i can see that um so you know stuff like that is weird you know again it's like batman spider-man green lantern well, Green Lantern less so before, but certainly now. Mm-hmm. You know, they get you get twenty versions of Batman. I know Superman, Spider. As much as I like Batman, I just hate that every collection has to have this version of Batman. This, you know, when you go and you buy those Justice League three packs, mm-hmm. more often than not, you're getting Superman and Batman, and then two other figures. I've got like twenty five different Batman and thirty different Supermen because I wanted to get that Lex Luthor figure or the Major Force figure or the the Volcana, Magma, whatever her name was, mm-hmm. uh, action figure. Well, and for a while I got into the 
um, something heroes, like the ones that are that have like the they're they're pretty small, but they've got like giant oh, fists, giant heads. Oh yeah, yeah. For the they're feet. for little kids, the little kids stuff. Yeah, well, they're like I don't know, they're like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they have always got a big smile on their face. Yeah, all yeah, yeah, giant yeah. giant smile all the time. So I had some Star Wars ones, and I got some here. Marvel and DC ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and eventually I just couldn't buy anymore because I'm like, I already have a Luke Skywalker. Right, right. I already have a Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't also, it's like, okay, I got a Spider-Man and a black costume Spider-Man. It's like, but I also don't need a movie black costume Spider-Man, especially when it's the same sculpt. Right. You know, those, um... I don't know if they're Playmates or, or no, it's the Fisher Price ones, the mm-hmm. little kid uh, Batman and the the superhero right, right. sets that they have for that. My the son super has them all. Ones. My my son has them all. We buy him anything he wants. He's a spoiled right, little right. brat. Um, but uh, he, we, in order to get the the Batmobile and the Bat Cycle and the Bat Cave and the Bat Wing, all of them come with a different version of Batman. And. Every time he wants something else, it's like, you've already got enough Batman figures. You don't need another Batman figure. But what's really funny is he sits there and he makes up stories how these are different. These are actually different Batman. These are mm-hmm. almost like the Batman of the of world many <laughs> of many nations that he has created in his mind. So I can see these variants can, for some kids, work really well. But for me, they're super annoying when you want to get that one figure and you got to get two that you already for you know, have. for a while, I got into painting my action figures. Oh, really? I bought like paint that would stick to yeah, plastic yeah. or acrylic or whatever, yeah, yeah. and I would like paint different ones, different colors. Mm. Now, Matthew, what about you? Do you have a favorite action figure line me? or a favorite figure, and what's what's missing? Probably, probably historically, you my favorite action figure line would have to be would be what. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I haven't finished a set. No, never mind. <laughs> Historically, it would have to be the uh, three and three quarter inch GI Joe figures that started in oh, yeah, yeah. two because yeah. I still have two big chests full of those in the garage. I probably haven't opened that box in fifteen years, but I can't bring myself to get rid of them because they're all super awesome, and because they're so small. They got away with murder in terms of sculpts. Like oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the original 13 characters, they only had like 10 different parts. You'd have three characters who had the same head, one painted with brown hair, one with black hair, one blonde. You'd have like the same chest piece painted different colors for different characters. Really, the only one who was a custom sculpt was the female figure. Mm-hmm. You know, at every time you would go to the store, or every time I would go to the store in the 80s, there would be a new toy. There'd be a Jeep or a tank or right. you know, a howitzer. You would have new figures. And each figure came, and this was brilliant because I think this was one of the first times they ever did this. Each figure came with an identity card on the back. So yeah, 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 yeah. even though the figure is identical, you know, if you look at Grunt and Rock and Roll, same figure, different chest piece. But on the back of the card is an explanation of who they are. Yeah. And how, you know, uh, rock and roll is secretly Lieutenant Craig McCracken, or you could go through and Breaker is really Alvin R. Kibbe from Kentucky. All of these characters, the backstory was on the card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you went in and say, if you couldn't tell the difference between Optimus Prime and Ultra Magnus on the back of the cards, there it was. That came after G.I. Joe. 
Well, you so know, for me, the, the fact that I still have the cards and I still have the toys and the, the you know, even though the figures are falling apart because they just had a rubber band to hold them together, mm-hmm. I still have a big box of the figures. I can tell you who my favorite my favorite five Joes are off the top of my head. In order. You know, you're talking about the using the same sculpt. They're from. Yeah, what planet they're from. When you're talking about <laughs> same sculpt, that is the thing that kind of irritates me the most about the the JLU the Justice League Unlimited line, mm-hmm. because it is the same torso, the same legs, the defense, same hands. Though, all the characters are pretty much just well, triangle, yes, they are. rectangle Yes, sitting I know, triangles. they're drawn the same. But, you know, He-Man back in the 80s had the exact same problem. Oh, yeah. I mean, Skeletor and He-Man had the exact same chest sculpt. Yep. And that was really super annoying. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, if one of them broke... I didn't care. You just rubber band them I back together. See, nah. I had a really motley assortment of toys. So, uh, you know, yeah, lines so don't Spider-Man. really. Yeah. <laughs> well, some Mexican of them, some of them were. Yeah, some, well, some of them, some of them were actual brand name superheroes. But yeah, th- I had plenty of those too, or rather, some of those too, because I, eh, you know, I had I th- I had plenty of toys. I just didn't have a massive amount of toys, but um. Like, my standard kind of adventuring party was, like, the bee guy from He-Man, um, Nyublin or whatever, the, 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 uh, the co-pilot for Lando Calrissian. Jub, jub. Nine num. Yeah, that guy. He's your favorite. You know what brought that, you know what kind of brought this topic up, um, uh, is it Hasbro? You gotta have a girl in the. Yeah, gotta have a girl in the party. Yeah, yeah, even though she's like six inches high, and all the Star Wars figures were three inches high. No, exactly. And- well, that's it. Is like my He-Man guys were way taller than the other ones. Mm-hmm. I had like an orange, just like straight up, no color. Like probably came out of an egg machine. Goat. Like it was just a goat. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you're in the you're in the team, orange goat. So. The thing that brought this up is Hasbro wants you to vote on the next Star Wars figure. And I don't know how this is working. Jackson. Is story? You know, there's Jackson. a lot of, I don't even, is that even one of the choices? Is that, have Should you been be. over to the site to see? It's, What's the uh, site? it's, the, um, the Star Wars Insider Magazine is the one that's doing it. Oh, which characters get your vote? And Jackson is actually one of the options that you could vote on. Jackson. Jackson, for those people that don't know, back uh, in between uh, Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back, Mattel was putting out uh, Star Wars comics, mm-hmm. and they didn't no, know Marvel. what was going... Or, um, yeah, Marvel was putting out Star Wars comics, and they didn't know what was happening between Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, so they were doing whatever the hell they wanted. And so you ended up with a seven-foot-tall green rabbit and a girl in a fuzzy bikini... And, and you Jackson, can, you can make fun of Jackson all you want. Jackson is the origin of the expanded universe. So all you fans out there of Crime Lord Shizor and all you people who tell me about Yoda's baby sister, Jackson was the beginning of everything you love. So eat it. And he's better than Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Word. Oh hell yeah. yes. So do you get? Do you Jackson. want a Jackson action figure? I want Would that sh- be cool. I want a oh, Shaggy action figure. I do. Here's here are your choices: Admiral Captain Plett, Piet, Captain Admiral Gelad Pelion, Cleag Lars, Uncle Lars, Darth Plagueis. I'm <laughs> screwing all these names up. 
Death Squad Commander Gray Uniform Vintage. Emperor Palpatine with a That's Return a of the Jedi name. Throne. Have you heard my new band, the Gray Uniform Vintages? Gurry, Jackson, Jocasta, which is the um, the uh, librarian at the, the Jedi, mm-hmm. Jedi uh, librarian. Joris Kabolth, Mara Jade Skywalker, Mosep Benid, Nikto Guard, Newt Gunray. Oh, yeah, you need some racist characters in your Star Wars collection. Princess Kinesa. Newt Gunray, very offensive to me. Uh, Yak Face. Sergeant <laughs> Dolan. I'm Slim sure Yak Face has another name now. Yeah, I just can't pronounce it. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm pronouncing these other ones so well. Simalu, Torinfar, and Trisivitivit. Isn't Yak Face's real name like Selt Marie or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think of all of these, I think I would want Jackson as the best one out of this. Yeah, probably. You know, there's there's Remember a strong Hammerhead? Mara Jade contingent, I'm sure, but uh, um, yeah, I suspect. Haven't they done? Haven't no. they done a Mara Jade? Yeah, this one is yet? a Jedi version uh, of yeah, that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. You know what? I I don't I, know. I, I don't remember Hammerhead name. I remember three three eyes got the name Reese, which was just three eyes. I loved all the Cantina aliens myself, but yeah, Jackson simply because Jackson is historically significant. He's not just some you know schmuck from the planet Fribbles cabin. Jackson is 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 the center. Jackson is the nucleus around which the entire expanded universe and your A cannon and your B cannon and 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 your uh, your your exploding cannon. And your abandoned cannon on the top of the building, they all revolve around Jackson. Um, yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. So we're looking at Raiden here. What'd you think of this sculpt? It's it's pretty articulated. I did take and, it out of the box. But but it also, looks remarkably like a still shot of your face. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but also mm-hmm. pretty it seems pretty sturdy. Like sometimes when yeah. like I remember that Iron Fist uh figure that you have. Tons mm-hmm. of articulation, right? Yeah, yeah. Cannot, Cannot stand, stand it up. up. And I'm going to wonder, because there's some loose joints. I mean, there's a lot of joints. Oh, this one's already loose. Uh, there's a lot of joints on this thing. Even the wrists bend, oh, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, very comfortable. Um, it's too bad the hands don't open up, so yeah, he can do a... So they can do his lightning bolts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a pretty good sculpt. Can. Pretty good sculpt. Now, here's the other thing that I thought was really cool when I took it out of the box. All I had to do was open up the box and pull the figure out. Mm-hmm. It was not tied down. It was not pinned down. It was not rubber banded down. I hate what companies are doing to tie the action figure to secure it. Mm-hmm. Now, part of the part of the reason some people will say or some, excuse me, manufacturers will say is it's to prevent theft because somebody could just rip open that box and lift Raiden out very quickly. Right. So part of the people say it's for that. The other th- a contingent is that it keeps the figure in place so it looks good in the display, mm-hmm. so it holds that pose. But I tell you what, the people that started wiring down using wire right. to secure the character sucks. They can bite it. I like the rubber band people because those break pretty easily. But you know what some of the companies are doing now, Rodrigo, to tie the figures down? Right. Twine. Huh. Which I like because all you do is pull the string and it unties and away you go. Wow. And you're not wasting resources. That's, that's recyclable a, that's a surprisingly stuff. Surprisingly old timey. Uh, it is, and I like it. 
I hate the toys that are, there's actually toys like for my son that are, my son that we buy toys for all the time. Um, Not the other like, one. Yeah. The cars, like vehicles, they're actually screwed to the packaging. Oh yeah. I, I have seen that before. God, I hate those. Oh, it's awful. Now the other thing I hate, and this one kind of suffers from this, and I'm afraid to, if I put it in a one of my plastic storage bins, it's going to make the problem worse. I hate the smell of action figures. Hmm. It's that petroleum smell. And there are some figures that I've left in a box in their original packaging for like a year. And you open them up and there's mm-hmm. like this greasy, oh, greasy weird. sheen all over them. And it's because I think the, <laughs> the packet, the, the plastic starting to break down or something. Have you seen that, Matthew? Where it's got like this grease, mm, greasy not stuff usually, on it. Because I take mine out of the packaging. Oh, right um, away. Yeah. Well, my action figures, I have an alternate problem is that they tend to bend. Because I'll put them in like a, a, especially my DC Direct figures. I'll put them in an action pose and just leave them there. And their oh, joints yeah, yeah, will yeah. start to just wilt eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My madman has one ankle that's permanently bent out of shape. Yep. He's not a DC Direct figure. But permanently bent out of shape, so he has to stand near the uh, Silver Centurion Iron Man in order to actually stand up. But they make an awesome team, Iron Man. I don't have a problem with that PVC smell because it reminds me of the uh, the exercise mats in the wrestling room when I was uh, in high school. So it's one of those things where I always enjoyed sitting out in gym because I could just sit there and huff PVC without having to go to the trouble of going to buy a marker. Now there you go. Um, but I'm not bothered by that. I will say that when I moved to this house, I had had my action figures in storage for about three years because I didn't yeah. have space for them in the other house. And I brought them out, and you still had that fresh huff of PVC pulling mm-hmm. all the oxygen out of your face. Oh, yeah, yeah I yeah. like it. I mean, I have the I, same I thing I, when I, when I, I, worry I smell about diesel it. exhaust. I'm just kind of like memories I, I worry about it because when i go in there and i open that the box up to retrieve a figure figure for whatever reason and i smell all those chemicals i'm like what is this doing to my insides steven how many beers have you had during this podcast <laughs> zero beers but plenty of hard liquor, uh, yes, of hard liquor. <laughs> yeah. um, have you ever noticed the last time you went to the mcdonald's Ooh, yeah. that's a good question. That's probably been about ate, a month or two. Ate that food that's 40% masking tape. Yeah, a I month or two, I'm I I'm going to die horribly at some point. So, you know. Yep, you come, in, you come into this world naked and you go out naked. That has nothing yeah. to do with anything we've talked about. <laughs> he's he's going to die horribly. Uh, <laughs> someday, well... Have you, have I, you ever I had your action... Horribly. I want to die peacefully in my sleep like my grandfather and not screaming in terror like everyone else on the bus. But still, I don't think that smelling PVC is going to be the thing that pushes me over the edge. Well, I don't know. Have you ever, have you ever noticed like um, some of the... Um, it's not vinyl, but it's a rubbery material that, that are like used on some of the costumes for characters. Have you ever noticed mm-hmm. like a white powdery substance build up on those? No, I really haven't. Okay, I've got a couple of figures, a couple of the Justice League figures. They're all from Mattel, but either they get the real kind of greasy oil that's built up on them, or over time it's like this white dust suddenly appears on the figures, and if you rub them off, the white dust will come off, but it's like inside the packaging where this shouldn't happen. It gets this, and I don't know if it's a mold or if it's a what it is, but it's just like 
sucking this white particle stuff. To it, it might just be stuff to keep it dry. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, Matthew, I didn't uh, get you to answer the question. What action figure do you want? Is there an action figure that hasn't been made that you're wanting besides this Jax- Jackson uh, figure? Uh, there are some. There are some that I wish I had a really good one of. Um, I used to have a big collection of wrestling figures, and none of the likenesses were worth a damn at the time. I would like a decent, scaled Mick Foley as Mankind action figure. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like a, a, a Kevin Nash action figure that doesn't look like a you know a, someone who's taking an enormous power dump. Um, I have a really great Martian Manhunter. I have a really great uh, Barry Allen Flash. As much as I hate the man, I love his costume. But I would like to have a decent-looking Aquaman. Um, you know what I would really love? In What's the that? around 2000, DC started making these again. Um, Mego scaled. Oh yeah, yeah superhero yeah. action figure. Because yeah. I grew up with Mego Spider-Man and Mego Batman and all of those. I would like Mego Legion of Superheroes. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. You know, they've got that Wouldn't big, uh, Mattel's Think got that, that big line of uh, 12 whatever figure case thing. <sighs> yeah, but I don't have that. That's car money where I come from, Steve. <laughs> I mean, I can buy a new car. No, it's 150 bucks. Seriously, 150 bucks. That's car money. <laughs> when my Dodge crapped out, I took 150 bucks and I bought a new car and I drove that thing for a year and a half before I got into a new loan. I mean, it's not well, and I can. I don't have two children. I just have the one midget who you know sucks money out of my wallet by waking up in the morning. But I also have that thing where I feel guilty if I were to spend one hundred and fifty dollars because mm, I see the Six Doctor and Cyberman uh, two figure set is at the Hastings. Yeah, it's forty three dollars. I don't want the Cyberman. I don't want the Cyberman. I can't spend $43, no matter how awesome it is, to have a sixth Doctor action figure. So the fifth and tenth Doctors standing next to my computer right now are lacking their their fat, fluffy-haired compatriot. And will continue to lack that until I can find a copy that doesn't cost $42. Oh, Planet Comic Con. Planet Comic Con. I didn't see a lot of loose Doctor Who figures, though. Those are those are really popular. All that Doctor Who stuff gets snatched up really quick. Yeah, but when I'm talking cheap, I'm talking like, you know, like that eight bucks that I spent on the Silver Well, that you spent on the Silver Centurion Iron Man. By the way, thanks for buying me Silver Centurion Iron Man about a year ago. Oh yeah. I, that's where I got the blob figure. I hate you know, I like the uh the build and connect series. I think those mm-hmm. are cool. I think uh, they did it great with Marvel and then they they've been doing it with the DC uh series. But the thing that I hate is going to the Target and the Toys R Us looking for the figures because unless you get there on the day they put them out, chances are you're not going to get all the parts. And mm-hmm. so the only way that you can get all the figures is by ordering them through Diamond Select or going to the maddiecollector.com website and ordering the whole set. The problem is if I go through my comic book guy, I have to buy a whole case. So sometimes I'll buy end up buying two or three of those figures of the same figure just so I can get the one complete build and connect, which is why I like going to those Planet Comic Cons because uh, that blob was, a, I think, a, a collecting connect. And I got uh-huh. that for yeah. like two bucks or something. Yeah, you nice. didn't pay much at all. 
No, I think I got out of that show pretty cheap. Got to talk with Gail Simone, got to shake some hands, and get me some oh, cheap action you're figures. still, <laughs> still crowing? Only because you're still crying. Still? <laughs> Finally, Matthew, question for you. Uh, there are a number, a number of comic books that get canceled every single month. Some of them were claimed to be ongoing, but then canceled right at issue number eight. Alpha Flight is one of those, not coming back. Not mentioning any names called Alpha Flight, yes. Then there are, uh, but you know, in some cases, they announce it ahead of time, hey, issue 12 is going to be the final issue, we're at issue eight, and so we'll have four issues to give the writer a chance to resolve the plot or wrap it up into some kind of schmaltzy, hey, aren't we all great? Let's go have a, a beer together, except for you, Stargirl, because you're underage, um, kind of stories. But then you have some of those that, and there's one coming up, and I forget, I think it's a couple from Marvel, where it's just like, this series is ending. This is it. No more. We're canceling it. No resolution to the story. Does that suck uh-huh. for the, does, I mean, does that suck when all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, the sky is falling. Who will save us? Tune in next issue, and then there's never a next issue. I guess it depends on what you mean by does that suck. I mean, sure, it sucks. And it it sucks more the more it happens. But, you know, people who say this is happening now today, oh, this is happening. Alpha Flight was canceled with issue eight, and we may never get a resolution. Right. That that now is unusual for 50-odd years, that was the way of the world. Things that didn't last 10 issues, The Hawk and the Dove, Mm -hmm. The Creeper, Mm -hmm. The Secret Six in their initial runs. Um, If you look at, you know, you go back and you look at things like Ragman didn't make 10 issues. Ragman is now considered to be Joe Kubert doing classic Bronze Age stuff. Didn't make 10 issues. Firestorm didn't make 10 issues in his first run. Yeah. All of these books got canceled and just went... (laughs) But when did the X Men got canceled, did they in end right in the middle of a story? Yeah, when the X Men got canceled, they were in media res, and for like three or four years, various writers would wedge them in around the Marvel universe, and the X Men would be mm-hmm. like Cyclops over here, and Professor X in Defenders, and Beast gets a solo series, and Iceman shows up once in a while, you know, in the pages of Marvel preview. That's the way of the comic book world for me. It's the it's the circle of comic book life. And it's the reason why characters today, you kids today don't know how could you have it. Characters today, everything is a cult favorite to somebody. Every Mm -hmm. single thing. Characters today that we think of as cult favorites generally tanked. Now, Alpha Flight went 70 issues in their initial incarnation, but even that got canned and they would, they put together some rush resolution. You know, 20 years from now, people are going to be talking about the, you know, the run of Blue Beetle that was so wonderful and universal and bloody blue de blah de blah de blah blue. How they never should have canceled it. They never should have canceled the first yeah, version of the Blue Beetle. They never should have canceled this because he's the Blue Beetle and he's blue. But <laughs> to me, when you say books are being canceled with no resolution, I prefer that. Because really? I would rather have that happen than what happened to Power Man and Iron Fist in 1988. Power Man and Iron Fist was canceled. And in the last issue of Power Man and Iron Fist, Luke Cage was 
on the run, suspected of the murder of Danny, who had been beaten to death on panel, his brain smashed by a crazy seven-year-old who then died of cancer. So So we have these two leads. It's 125 issues, two leads, a 10-year-old book. One of the leads is brutally murdered on panel in one of the most tragic moments in the Marvel Universe. And the other one is on the run, suspected of killing his best friend. And they, I mean, they spent like five years in, in limbo just showing up here and there and dealing with this before, you know, now Power Man and Iron Fist are back together as a thing and they're hetero life mates forever. Back but there was a while the first where time. Like, if you love Power Man and Iron Fist, all you had was memories. So I'd rather have it not have an ending than have a poor ending or have a botch or a horrific ending that just kind of comes out of left field and kills us all the sticks because it gives them the chance to bring them back later and revamp them in the new universe. Would you rather just end with, Oh my gosh, who will save us? Or do you want uh, some uh, hack job to wrap up conclusion of the series? Thanks, Captain Adam. Remember kids, you're not a superhero, so don't pretend to be one. Right. Um, be I, a hero well, by remembering uh, you're not. Yeah, that's a great uh, Obviously, I guess I don't want either. Um, <laughs> if it's a series that I actually series that I actually like, but I'm I don't know. I, I I think I've I've largely reversed my my position. Is like I used to think that the best possible thing would be to rush a conclusion so that it would have a closing arc. But I think I'm with Matthew now. I think a bad conclusion actually is worse because then if you just leave it open then the next writer can step in and just pick up from there or not pick up from there Mm -hmm. if you close it and especially if you close it in a haphazard way then the next writer has a lot of work to do and they're going to spend the first three issues of their run which is often going to be the only three issues of the run trying to undo what you did just so that they can get it to the point where it's actually an enjoyable book. I hear where you're coming from. I hear where you're coming from. All right, listeners, now it's the ball is in your court. We talked about three three big topics this week. Community, action figures, and comics getting canceled. We've got a comment section over at Majorspoilers.com. Head over there if you don't know where this particular show is. If you're listening to this far, 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 far into the future. Hello, far, 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 far future Hello, people. Hello, far future people. Click on the podcast uh, menu item, drop down to major spoilers, scroll down to this particular episode, issue number 355, and comment away. That's always the best part about this show, is hearing from you, our dear, 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 dear listeners. We love each and every one of you, including Slappy. Steven repeats things a lot when he's drunk. I repeat, Pete, 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 Pete things, even when I'm not drunk. When you're drunk. Hey, if anybody wants to get me the 11 Doctor's action figure set, it's on sale. For only $257. That's like two cars for Matthew. Two, two, two cars for Matthew. 65 bucks. Isn't it worth it to make me happy for 65 bucks? Actually, you know what would be better is if somebody would just uh, make a recurring donation, a monthly recurring donation of $10. Of 10 action figures. Uh 10 action figures. Make a recurring donation (laughs) of 10 action figures a month. Or if you wanted to donate one doctor each month for 11 months. Because if people donated, listen to this, 
if people donated two, five, ten dollars a month recurring, mm-hmm. guess what, Matthew? You could c- quit two of your three jobs, work for major spoilers full time, and you'd have more than enough money. But, more than enough money. But I love to go out and buy any jobs. action figures that you want. Any action but, but figure I love that you two want. Point three Including, including, but not limited to, a full-size Spider-Man statue for your living room. But I don't want that. Yes, you do. You just don't know it yet. You want the Spider-Man. <laughs> you want the Phil Spider-Man. Admit it. I hate the Spider-Mans. The Spider-Mans right, come everybody. over and they eat all the pretzels. Ooh, micro figures. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We will talk with you again real soon. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash Majorspoilers and on MySpace at myspace.com slash Majorspoilers. Fat Dick's revision of Superman I could save a few bucks and stand around And read through the covers of the comics on the stand But although every other page Would be backwards I suppose I could still read the evens and the odds Well I don't know Guess I haven't thought this all the way through Plus as soon as the comic book store guy knew He kicked my butt out on the corner What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Way. If I was hulking green or gray, I could just bust through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then the little meat would deal with all the tanks and bombs and guns. Have you ever tried to read a series with all that going on? Guess I need to rethink this plan. How would I back and board my comics with such huge chance? Guess I already told ya. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a major spoiler What a major spoiler If I'm Stark Raven rich like a man of iron I might not be surprised to find That I might actually have the heart cold To follow an entire storyline But would I really even need To read upon all those escapades I mean, who needs such distractions When your sister's such a babe But the downside is such a beast Being shot up in a fine Being in the Middle East With a king sign throwing soldier what a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah What a major spoiler Whoa, 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 whoa What a major spoiler Major Spoilers is copyright 2011